Welcome to the Self-Care Spotlight. I'm your host, Alyssa Cousins, and I'm inviting you to a lifestyle, a way of being, where taking care of yourself is everything from yoga to doing work that you love. Through my solo episodes and interviews with inspiring women who are just as likely to meditate as they are to curse. The goal of this podcast is to empower you to make space for you and your self-care and live your most radiant, aligned life. Are you with me? Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight. It is so hard to believe this, but... We are already at the final episode for season two. I know, it literally went really fast. I feel like it was just September, now it's Christmas, you know, we're in December. It went really fast. Um, I had some awesome guests. I would love to know who your favorite guests are. Please find me on Instagram and let me know. The feedback is always really helpful. You can just find me at Alyssa Cousins on Instagram. But yeah, we're at the last episode already. So as I said, whenever I started this season two here, I told you guys I was going to be doing seasons from now on because doing anything year long, that just seems nuts. (laughs) And it seems like the opposite of space, right? I mean, I just was discussing this with another podcaster who is going to be a guest in January. I'm so excited about it. Um, about this woman that's going to be on. We're talking about slow living, spacious living, and she's a you know pretty well known podcaster in the slow living space. And you know she's an author. I was super geeky to talk to her. Like a little bit nervous to talk to her, to be completely honest. But it went so well. And we were just discussing, and I said, why do we think that this is normal? That you know we talk about slow living, spacious living, all the things, taking care of yourself, and yet we expect to just do a podcast year round, like every single week. What the heck? That seems like the opposite of everything that we preach, and we kind of had a giggle about that. So as I said, I'm doing seasons now. I'm not doing everything year round. Um, so this was the end of season two. Will be this episode here, taking the month of December off to just truly practice what I preach here on the self care spotlight and take care of myself and really enjoy the holiday season that I love so dearly. Um, You know, we'll be back in January, probably not that first week of January, um, you know, during like New Year's, yeah, again, space, probably the second week of January, if not the third week of January. It depends on how much I get my kind of like my shit together and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, January, it'll be back. There'll be season three. I'll be on for probably another three-month run. Did I do three months? September, October, November, December. Okay, wait, no. Yeah, I did three months. So I'll probably be back on for another three-month run again for like spring session essentially. Well, I guess by the end of it, it'll just be finishing spring. But anywho, thinking out loud here, I will be back in January for about another three, perhaps a four-month run. Not fully sure yet. Um... But I'll be back and then we'll be, you know, of course, because New Year's, hello, self-care is huge, you know, resolution, I almost said revolution, resolutions in January. Always people want to take care of themselves more. So of course the self-care spotlight will be back in January for a couple of months 
and, you know, four months at the max. And then I'm going to be gone again. And I'm going to go away for the entire summer and like late spring, summer. And then I'll be back again after that in the fall. But anyway, that's like looking way ahead here. But that's like kind of the projection of how I see these seasons going. This is the last one for this season. And yeah, it's just going to be me and the mic today. There's no guest. I wanted to finish with me. I started with an episode that was just me. So I want to finish this season with an episode that's me, myself, and I. And we're talking about, again, we started talking about space. We're going to end talking about space. We're going to talk about creating a spacious holiday season. And like my three best tips for doing that that I could come up with. When I sat down to think about it, this is how I feel like you can approach the holiday season, the month of December, with spaciousness in mind. We started talking podcast season two with space what that means and we're going to finish it that way I think it seems full circle feels good and I'm hoping that maybe in January I would like to have some of the conversations be more focused on this idea of spaciousness of course it's been intertwined into pretty much all of the conversations for this season two if you've been listening you can see how I it just naturally plugs in but I feel like I might even center it more on that idea in 2019 but again We'll see. You guys know I just kind of go with the flow and I see what's like lighting me up and where I'm going and all that fun stuff. I actually, uh, teaser here, did just figure out my word for 2019. Just like how I started 2018 telling you guys about my word. I'm going to tell you all my word for 2019. It came to me. Literally, I'm recording this on November 26th. And it came to me and I was like, that I think is my word for 2019. So there's a little teaser there. I'll like leave you guys hanging and I'll talk to you about that in 2019, what my word is. It's feeling really groovy right now. I'm I'm really liking it. It's kind of like an evolution of spaciousness, if you will. But anyhow, I'll explain that next year. So, okay. What are we discussing today? We are going to be discussing a spacious holiday season, as I said. So... You know, the holiday season, it's it's upon us. And I don't know about you guys, but you know, the holidays, they can feel they can feel pretty stuffy, you know? Pun intended. <laughs> Do you guys get it? Like stuffing, stuffy. I thought it was funny. <laughs> and I'm also not just talking about like, you know, you eat too much as well. Like not just that kind of stuffy. But they can feel stuffy, right? One of the biggest things that I hear from folks is the holidays stress me out. Or I feel like I lose my self-care during this time of year. I get it. Although I am a self-proclaimed total holiday junkie, I do get it. I too have to flit around from house to house trying to say my yearly hellos to relatives, doing the typical family catch-ups with people that like I never talk to except for maybe once a year, like literally like my second and third cousins, like my second cousins twice removed and and all that kind of crazy stuff that my grandmother keeps us all connected because she's like the rock, you know, And, and maybe it's maybe it's the holiday parties or making the perfect Christmas cards and, 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 and even sending just the damn Christmas cards out. Um, you know, do we need to? If it makes you happy, do it. If it doesn't, then don't. You know, um, you know, is it finding the perfect gifts? I'm doing that right now. I was doing some Black Friday shopping and thinking about gifts and 
you know, not wanting to also like drain your bank accounts that can just feel like, like just suffocating. Maybe it's the pressure to make your house look like a magazine because you have, you know, an abundance of people coming over that aren't normally there. Um, or you want to make your in-laws, you know, think that you've got all your shit together. Maybe it's, you want to cook the perfect meal for your guests. I mean, honestly, I could go on and on. It's a lot. There is a lot of pieces to the holiday season that I understand why it can feel stressful. And I have too felt that stress before as well. If I don't like check myself, right? Like check yourself before you wreck yourself. So we're going to be talking my three best tips here that I could come up with for creating a spacious holiday season um, from my own life, from me talking with clients, all these different things. So let's go ahead and jump into the first one here. And that is boundaries. Okay. So if we're going to get the holiday season planning off to a solid start, then I think that we need to talk about boundaries first. Boundaries will always be a part of a spacious lifestyle. Always. You have to be willing to say no. Plain and simple. You have to. That's a part of living spaciously. People, I think they lose sight of the joy and the meaning of the holiday season because they try to do it all and please everyone minus themselves. But you can't go to every holiday party. You cannot drain your bank account trying to buy a gift for everyone. Hell, I would love to buy a gift for everyone. I would love to get a gift for all of my girlfriends, even if it was something small. But that all adds up, you know? I'd love to just be like Santa Claus, just like giving out all kinds of things just to make people smile. But you can't drain your bank account. You can't go to every holiday party. You can't make everyone happy. You cannot engage with all of your relatives who, you know, don't agree with your political stance or whatever it might be. Sometimes it's not worth, you know, your breath. Sometimes it is. Um, You know, and I certainly think that if someone during the holiday season is being, say, like racist or something like that, absolutely stand up and say something. But also know whenever, you know, it's like, you have to reserve your energy as well and you can't let them fully affect you and how you feel. Um, I mean, you can, but like you, if you try to do all these things, honestly, what's going to happen? You're going to run yourself ragged. You're going to be angry and you're going to be broke. And that's not spaciousness now, is it? No, mm-mm, none of the above. That's very negative. That has nothing to do with that spacious light sensation that we're going for to embody. During the holiday season, I think that we really get the chance to flex our no muscle, right? We remember that no makes way for yes. We place our time, heart, and money, hard-earned money, into what feels good and in alignment with our desires and our values, right? That's what it comes down to. We are flexing our no muscles during the holiday season when we have a lot of opportunities to people please, right? To do all the things. 
But here's something that I also want you to remember. When you have all this people-pleasing happening, and you have all of these traditions and wanting to make grandma happy and wanting to see everyone and all of the things. And, you know, well, I have to make those cookies because everyone expects me to make the cookies. But I don't want to make the cookies. I don't like making the cookies. You know, whatever it might be, it sounds like such a – I know, that can sound like such a first world problem. But, like, these things that just compile and it's like, why do we do them then if we don't want to? You can honor traditions – and make your own. All right? I want you to remember that during the holiday season. You can honor traditions and make your own. Let me give you an example of that in, you know, in process. So this is directly from my Instagram post from Christmas 2017. I posted this. You said that it felt different this time, that we were doing things on our terms. And even on Christmas, we had changed our typical family holiday plans because we wanted to do us. We had just put on some new Christmas jammies after getting a bath, and you told me I was beautiful for the 10th time that day. Then you pulled a ring out of your pocket. Where did that come from? And you got down on one knee. Right there in the middle of our gigantic bathroom with the clawfoot tub that everyone loves. You didn't technically ask me to marry you, so I told you that you had to or it didn't count. You laughed, I cried, and then you asked me. My fingers were swollen from the bath, but the ring still fit two years later. This is how I always envisioned it. Me and you, alone, in the quiet of our own home, with no one else to see. The Christmas tree was all lit up. The porch lights were in full swing. The candles were lit, just like how we like it in our cozy abode. Christmas has always been our favorite day of the year. And yes, we are that cliche engaged holiday couple, but now it will always be that much sweeter. And I'm totally okay with being a cliche. You said you were grateful for everything, even the bad stuff, the time apart, and I am too. Sitting here with you now, I couldn't be more thankful for all the dark that gave way to all the light. So you see guys, I got engaged to my husband by saying no. I know that's like ironic. I got engaged by saying no. We said no to the usual running around from house to house trying to see like my family, his family, all the things. And we decided to do it our way. We slowed down. We made space for what we wanted. We took things at our own pace. And Brad was feeling so good from our decisions, our decisions, that he decided it was the perfect time to propose. He hadn't planned it. It was the space that we made together and the joy that came from that that convinced him to go for it. So we might not be partaking in all the family traditions, 
but we've started our own traditions. And that includes saying no. You know, is there anything more bah humbug than being somewhere or doing something that you don't want to? Right? So as you start making your holiday game plan, because that's really what it is, especially when, you know, you have multiple sides of families, you know, mom's side, dad's side on both of the sides of your family. If there's divorce in the family, then you have even more. I mean, it's a lot. As you start to make your holiday game plan, like what are we doing? What's the schedule? You have to keep your heart in mind and don't be afraid to flex the no muscle. Your no muscle only will get stronger if you flex it, if you continue to to use it or it will atrophy. So, you know, even this year, we already, that was the example from last year and something great came out of it. We got engaged and now we're married. But, you know, this year we're trying to make our game plan and I was feeling the same tension. I'm texting my sisters and my mom and like, well, and my mother-in-law, like, what are we doing? Trying to like figure it all out, get everyone on the same page. And it's so freaking difficult, as you guys know. So... I felt that same tension and I thought, Alyssa, remember, you have to make your own traditions and be okay with it. Do your thing, but also honor the family thing. How can we do that? How can we say no so we can say yes? Like all the things. So ultimately, you know, we're we're having to be a little bit more flexible and in, in changing some traditions and making new ones. You know, I struggle. I, I struggled for a long time with letting go of tradition because I'm a big fan of Tradition feels good, right? We've talked a lot about the brain this, you know, season and tradition feels good because it's what we know, right? I had a whole episode on how when we don't know something or understand it, it doesn't feel as good because our brain likes what it understands. It has a neural pathway. So we like tradition because the neural pathway, you know, it correlates me waking up at my mom's house on Christmas morning is a really good thing. So now that I actually, you know, I'm an adult now, you know, we decided because Brad is an only child, his, it means a lot to his mom to have him there on Christmas morning. And my mom is okay with me not being there. It was so hard for me to like last year and this year as well, like to say, I'm not going to wake up at my mom's anymore. Like I, I'm an adult and I going to be with my husband on Christmas morning and he's an only child and His mom really wants him there, so we're going to stay at her house, and I'm not going to be in my childhood home. And little things that seem small, but I've created such a habit in my mind that that's, it feels so good to me. It feels like home. It feels like love, joy. Gosh, that's hard to let go of. That tradition is hard. You know, if I don't listen to the songs that I love to listen to, if I don't watch the Christmas movies that I love to watch, I feel like I've missed something because that to me is that mindset that that I correlate with Christmas. So, you know, it's like this pressure to get it exactly right and honor all the traditions. But as you change and evolve, why don't your traditions need to change and evolve? You know, they could become new and different. And I think that as we all are, you know, the people that are listening to this podcast, you guys are in similar age ranges. You know, we're making our own traditions. We're growing up. We're becoming adults. We're figuring things out, what we want, what we don't want, what do we value. And I'm in the middle of that too. And, you know, now it's like changing my holiday plans like for Christmas Eve and 
that I'm probably going to be with Brad's family that day instead of going to church with my family and then Christmas Day be with his parents in the morning and then go over to see my mom and then go to see my side of the family. So it's it's just new. <laughs> it's new traditions and yet still having and honoring some of the old. So boundaries, guys. Keep your heart in mind and don't be afraid to flex your no muscle as you make your holiday plans. Okay, so boundaries was the first one. Next up, I want to talk about, I used the word flexible a moment ago. So I want to talk about flexible yet committed self-care. This is point number two. Okay, flexible yet committed self-care. I was recently talking to a client and for my making space mentorship and we were talking about thanksgiving and the things that she had to do to kind of prep for her family to come in she lives in california and they were coming from pennsylvania we were talking about how to prep for that and all the things so it was kind of like here's what we need to do to feel specious like i need to do these things before they get here And, you know, it was, well, how are you going to keep the space, keep the self-care for yourself, even while your family is here? And not just be like, I'm just going to do whatever everyone else wants to do. You know, how are we going to, how are we going to keep the spaciousness? And that was a really interesting conversation, which actually sparked this podcast episode theme. Because after talking to her, I realized that, This is a common problem. People always say that. Like, I don't know how to continue to take care of myself whenever I'm buying for other people, whenever I'm, you know, trying to meet other people's obligations, when I have people staying with me, like all this, all the stuff of holidays. There's a lot of external stuff going on. It's not, it's like not all about you. You know, that's not really the point of Christmas. It's about like coming together. So how do you keep yourself together as you come together? self-care but you not just you know self-care and being committed to it but also being flexible with it this is something I want to point out yes you need to be committed to it for sure but flexible so even in the book soulful simplicity which like kicked off this whole idea of spaciousness for me this year or I guess I should say solidified it the book by Courtney Carver she even talked about being flexible, you know, with your self-care and and all the things. Because what if you get, you know, like she said, what if you get sick? You know, are you really going to want to do this nice morning ritual when you feel like crap? Or if you're on vacation, are you going to have the same morning ritual? Maybe, maybe not. More likely than not, no. You're going to, it's going to look a little different. It's going to feel a little different. And you have to be willing to be flexible with it. But still be committed to it in some way. Be willing to say, well, I can't do a half hour, but I could do five minutes of sitting with myself and breathing or something like that. So being committed, not falling off the wagon because, right, when we do that, we start to lose the habit. And as we know, habits are neural pathways that you can only strengthen through repetition. So I don't want you to fall off the wagon and just say, meh, it's the holiday season. I'll get back to it in January, right? No, 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 no. Let's not do that. That's going to be hella hard to get back on 
the horse here. Stay committed to your self-care. Just be willing to be flexible with it. Be willing to let it change a little bit. Be willing to, you know, let it look a little different and perhaps feel a little different too. Um, You know, maybe it doesn't feel quite as potent doing five minutes as it is a half hour, but nonetheless, you did it and you're going to feel a little bit better for doing it. It is still going to set the trajectory for the rest of your day to feel a little bit better, say if you start and do your morning space making every morning and you commit to it and you don't just skip it just because your family's there or just because you have to go holiday shopping or whatever. You know, fierce, flexible, flexible yet committed self care is really important. Again, with my conversation with my client, we were talking about how can we keep the self-care and the spaciousness going as your family is there for Thanksgiving. And, you know, she was brainstorming and she said, well, you know, I know that my mom really likes to read and I do. So maybe in the morning, um, you know, doing my morning space making, maybe we can just both read together before the rest of the family is up. We're both the morning risers. So we'll read together. And, It'll be nice and quiet, and yet we're still together, getting that bonding type of time, but yet I'm still feeling like I'm taking care of myself and and having a spacious morning. Boom! Great, simple idea. Or because, you know, she said, we're the early morning risers, we could, you know, we take the dog out for an early morning walk, and that will feel like self-care, and everybody wins. The dog wins, I win, she wins, we're bonding, you know, all the things. I'm not holding myself up just like being by myself for an hour and being like, don't talk to me, I need to do my self-care. I'm still honoring the fact that I have guests over and yet I'm taking care of myself. So flexible yet committed, right? So you can, I'm sure, brainstorm ideas of how you can keep that in mind as you go through your holiday season of keeping things flexible, being willing to let things change and not being so stubborn like it has to look exactly this way or it doesn't count. Right? Don't shoot all over the self-care and the space making or it's not going to, that's the opposite of what I want. We tend to do that. It's this way or the highway, right? Like it has to look like that or it doesn't count. BS. Stop doing that to yourself. Just commit to self-care in some way. Commit to making space for yourself in some way during the holiday season every single day, even when you have obligations, even when you have people over, and you will be better for it. The key is just to let it shift, let it be flexible, and kind of go with the flow of it. And yet keep steadfast with it so that in January you don't have to like start all over again because we know that that habit is going to be hard to build back up. Okay, so that was point number two. The last point that I want to make here is one that you hear more about, presence. We don't want to forget about presence. Another word, as I've said before, is that spaciousness is also a presence. So we don't want to forget about what this season is all about, right? This season is about love. I mean, honest to gosh, not taking it into like a religious perspective, but even from a traditional Christian perspective, it was about love. It was, you know, the love that Mary had for Jesus, the love that baby Jesus would bring to the world. It comes down to love. It's not about giving gifts, right? It's not about the gifts. It's not about the holiday parties. It's not about draining your bank account or making the perfect holiday cookies so that you can post them on social media, all of the things. It's about presence, not presence like a gift, but true 
presence, presence of mind, body, and spirit, being with your family, you know, being with your friends. When you're at the holiday party, be at the holiday party. You know, when you're talking to your loved ones over the holidays, really be there. You know, it's not just like another to-do list. I have to do, I have to go to this, this, and this. I have to get that. Even if you're buying a gift for someone, you know, really take a minute and think like, what would they, what could I get them that isn't going to break the bank, but that they're going to love, you know, really be present with it and, and then move from that space. If you move from a space of hurried, um, like you're just rushing, bustling, it's not going to feel good. It's not going to feel spacious. It's not going to feel present. You're going to feel, that's when I think people feel that they don't like this holiday season. You know, I think it's, I think it's a mixture of all of the things. I think it's a mixture of not having clear boundaries not taking care of yourself and not staying present in the season and what it's all about that ultimately all three of these points my tips here like when you bring them together that that's what makes people think I don't like the holidays and it breaks my heart when people say I don't like the holidays or I don't like Christmas or whatever like I'm like really really like that hurts me that you don't. And I know that some people, they don't have good memories of Christmas because of family things. And I can totally understand that. You know, actually, you know, we had a family explosion uh, three Christmases ago. And in someone in my family, they got in a fight and they're still not speaking. So I get it. The holidays can be freaking tense. There can be stress. But again, it's mindset. It's taking care of yourself. It's being present. It's practicing your boundaries. It's knowing when you had have had enough, you have had enough. Walk away. Move on. You know, go talk to someone else. Say no. All the things. Um, yeah, I think that's why it hurts. It hurts me when people say that they don't like the season. And even my mother-in-law has said before, and she's warming up now, to it more and more maybe I'm wearing off on her me and Brad because we love the season so much but you know she'll say like you know it's just stressful I think it's stressful because we let it be stressful and also because we we correlate it with bad things that have happened in the past we've created a mindset and a neural pathway that says holidays are bad holidays are stressful holidays are sad holidays are filled with anger whatever it might be stress pressure but we can again we can make our own traditions. We can write our own rules. We can make new mindsets around this holiday season and be adults and make it our own way and honor only the traditions that we want to honor, that we choose to honor. You have that choice, just like you have a choice to take care of yourself and just like you have a choice to be present in this season. I hope that that um, it sheds some light for you. You know, this is the season of light as well. You know, we're coming off of, well, we'll be going into Yule, 
which I did a podcast episode last season. I'll link to it in the show notes about what was the season, of, you know, what is the season of Yule, um, the pagan holiday. And, you know, you hear about Yuletide carols and all the things. But I talk about that. And it's the season of light. It's, you know, every day after, you know, the first day of winter is it, the days get lighter. So let's focus on the light, you know, this holiday season. Let's remember what this is about Let's be present to what this season is really about. It's about the light. It's about the love. It's about coming together. Okay? So with that all being said, I want to take a moment here to truly thank you for listening to this next, this, this past season, this season two. I've had some growth on this podcast. I've had some guests that have made me nervous and challenged me to record with them. But I know it's all the universe that is up-leveling me and telling me that this is the level I'm at. Um, I have so loved like talking about different subjects, like talking about the brain with you guys and our Soulful Science mini-series, which I think will continue in 2019 because I like talking about the soul in the science meeting. So I appreciate you listening to me as I kind of delve into my nerdiness with that. And I'm happy that you guys like it too. You guys seem to really be enjoying those episodes. Um, and just as always for listening, you know, for, for listening to me and what I have to say and my perspective on what is spaciousness and what is self-care and, and what does that mean and, and how I'm – you guys really get to listen and, and see firsthand like my evolution of what self-care means and what this spaciousness means to me. And you're going to continue to see how it evolves for me in 2019 with my new word. <laughs> You'll see how it evolved from spaciousness. And – I like, I, I really love this platform. I love getting to talk to you guys. I love getting to just riff. I love getting to share pieces of my heart and what's on my mind and what I'm interested in. I love sharing amazing guests who have such cool perspectives and, and jobs and passions. And I love being able to connect people. It's something I love doing. So I feel like I'm connecting you guys to these people. And I love, love doing that. Um, you know, even this season, I've got to start talking about products a little bit too. You know, I've talked more about, you know, root skincare. It was like the first one that I ever did with doing um, kind of like a little bit of product placement in episodes and having those be sponsored episodes and things like that and being an affiliate for them. So that was new territory. You know, we'll see how that evolves in 2019. You guys just have seen a lot of changes in this season. You know, I changed the image of it. Um, I changed the, the even the intro of it. It has a different feel to it, at least for me it does, and I see it in a different way. And I just truly appreciate you guys being here, listening to me. Your feedback is so appreciated. Um, I know I say it all the time, but if you guys do leave reviews, I absolutely read all of the reviews. They mean so much to me. I think there's like 25 reviews or something. I, I don't know. I, there are maybe 25 ratings and then there's X amount of reviews and I've read every single one of them and you guys are the sweetest. I Seriously, if you write me a review, um, you know, you guys obviously I've said it before, 
you guys get a free vinyasa flow yoga class with me, a full-length 15-minute class if that uh, motivates you to write a review and give us a rating and you just screenshot at me and, and email it to me at alyssacousins at gmail.com. But um, maybe that can be the, your gift. <laughs> your gift to me this holiday season. Uh, write me a review if you feel so inclined, if you loved this season so much, if you've loved listening to us from the very beginning Uh, And if you're looking forward to the next season, yeah, then write us a review. Let us know. Let me know what you think. Give us a five-star rating. And it just means a lot and really helps us to um, help other people. You know, people actually do read reviews to see, like, what's this all about? Am I going to like this? So that's my spiel. That's my – the best gift you could give me right there is to uh, write us a review on iTunes. Um, The last thing that I kind of want to say here before I sign off is – that although this was the last season two episode, I believe I am going to come um, back for, I'm not sure which week yet in December, but I am going to have a small, I guess not, not a small, a short episode on my new, I'm so excited, my new embodiment movement program. So last time, or last year at this time, I was, you know, promoting the self-care collective. I have since kind of shifted gears. Um, I believe the program is going to be called Spacious, and it's going to be a movement-based program. So I'm going to be telling you guys all about it. It's an embodiment movement program, movement-based, with three different kinds of movement classes plus a meditation class. Um... I am really geeked about it. I want to do more video with you guys, more movement. I want to talk about why movement in the episode. Um, I'm just going to kind of come back in December at some point before Christmas to tell you guys about what the program is and kind of just like cue you in on why I created it, my goals for it. It's going to be open in December and then it's going to start in January and it's going to just be like, Signups for a limited time only, and then it's going to close. So I'm going to – it's a six-month program, I think, January through June. But I'm going to tell you all about it. It's my new movement program. And so just look out when you see an episode pop up. It won't be a traditional podcast episode. It's going to be me talking all about my new embodied uh, embodiment movement program coming out, launching in December and starting in January. So just be on the lookout for that. I'm so geeked about it. Um, you can look at my Instagram and you'll see that like I keep posting me like dancing and doing these movement posts and things like that. I'm trying to uh, show you guys kind of what I'm working with, what I'm talking about, what I'm feeling, where my energy has been, you know, what I've learned from doing the self-care collective and how I want to shift it into this new program So just be on the lookout for that. You'll see it pop up sometime in December. And if you're curious about it, then just give it a listen because as I said, it will only be, the doors will only be open for a short time and then they're going to close and they won't, they won't open back up again. I'm just going to keep it like when you're in, you're in. So, okay. I think that is all end of my spiel. Thank you guys as always for listening to another episode of the Self-Care Spotlight. Here's to a radiant, aligned, and spacious holiday season and a happy new year. And I will see you guys in 2019.